I'm trying to start this episode right now. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Erico Blueberry, an unassuming Destiny podcast. It is episode 12 or week 10 of the current season. Uh, my name is Chili Bin. I'm Mackie. Uh, if you can't tell by our fucking coordinated outfits, we love the spooky season here. Um, this thing comes up. But it muffles my voice, so I'm not going to wear it like this. Um, I'm yeah. just wearing pajamas. <laughs> yeah, so uh, if you didn't catch it, I need to get this thing out of my fucking face. Um, if you didn't catch it, we did a about a what two hour stream just now. Yeah, we now started started on... at seven and ended at about eight thirty, so just over two and a half hours, maybe. Yeah. Nine thirty for you. Yeah. Around there. Um but yeah, so we were in there with one of our fire team slash clan members who now we can name because he's featured on something we produce. Uh so shout it's out to Alex the Trash, uh now canonically friend of the pod. Um he he joined us for some some strikes and some haunted lost sectors and some generally spooky cursed activity. Um we had a good time. We were dressed for the occasion. He wasn't on camera, so he didn't need to be. Um, but yeah, and then we've, because of scheduling this week, basically, we have gone off the back of that stream into immediately recording this episode, and I am a beer and a half in. So okay, I'll be honest. It wasn't scheduling. It was uh, I went out and got shit faced on tequila last night. Yeah, but it was your birthday this week, so like yeah. <laughs> one happy birthday, uh, and two, yeah, that happens. Uh, <laughs> I had a one liter margarita that was colored black and it was called a margarita That's, and uh, okay. tequila and dark sense of humor is me. Yes. So yeah, I, uh, I had to. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you had a good time. It sounds like you had a good time. I had a lot of tequila. You had a time, <laughs> That's all I remember. You were there, time passed. Birthday done. I had free corn chips and multiple margaritas. It's a okay. good time. Okay. Okay. Good. Um, yeah. I, I also, uh, so for context in Melbourne today or in the last like 24 hours, we've had some pretty big thunderstorms, a lot of like trees down, power outages across the city. I wasn't even sure I'd be able to do any of the shit today because we, I, well, like when we got up this morning, no power. Um, estimate was about midday we would get that back. And then it got closer to midday and then they pushed it. They were like, no, no, 2 p.m. And then it gets a little bit later in the day, maybe like an hour later. And it's like, how about 8 p.m. though? I'm like, well, if you told me that this morning, I could have prepared. But now we've gone to the cafe to get food and we're like, yeah, we can get through to 2 o'clock. And then it's like, no, nah, but add six hours to that. Get fucked. Um, so, uh, and we were like scheduled to start the stream at seven o'clock and then we we're planning to, to like record this afterwards. So I was like, uh, we're just gonna have to play this one by ear, uh, knowing that n tomorrow we have to release. So didn't really have a backup. So kind of really glad that it all worked out, but it's been a real weird day. That's for sure. At least they gave you ETAs in my state and you saw the screenshot when I oh, sent yeah. it to you once. They just say eventually <laughs> yeah you'll get power back what do you want that's the eta time to repair eventually <laughs> uh, yeah so um yeah it's been it's been a it's been a day um but uh, look i'm glad we we're able to get everything to work today um i streamed again for the first time in like nine months uh put a bunch of work in over the last like couple days to like build up my obs layouts build up like Streamlabs stuff get the stream deck all hooked back up to everything especially after that twitch leak and i had to reset my password and it was like oh nothing works anymore mm. <laughs> but yeah it was, it was good to you know dust the cobwebs off um got some games i'm thinking about maybe streaming some more so stay tuned links in the description to each of our respective streams and twitters where we talk about that sort of thing but that's a good i don't know five minutes of just uh Us. general kind of what have we been up to but we are here of course to talk about destiny uh more specifically 
which, I mean, we did stream Destiny, in case that wasn't clear. But uh, yeah, so this is the last week of Festival of the Lost. Yes, yeah. Yes. Next week, we're back to just like regular kind of weekly stuff. I think Iron Banner is next week, so that's a bit interesting in terms of, you know, the variety that we're going to get leading up to December because um, the story stuff, it seems like, is actually just kind of done. Um, unless we get some stuff close to the end of the season leading into Witch Queen. But, um, yeah, it's a good chance to go through, as we did on the stream, um, some of the Haunted, for haunted Lost Sectors, not Haunted Forest. Um, you know, get those last pages uh, collected, get the last uh, mm. bits and pieces out of there. I, I think the number of boxes I, I ticked off on the stream, I, like, bought the Calavera shell for Bright Dust, uh, got the last pages that I needed for the law book, um, got all the triumphs ticked off for the Festival of Lost, so I can just, like, fully wipe my hands clean of it. Uh, I think yeah. you've, you've got a few more pages to go, but pretty close. Yeah. I also really want that shell, so I'm yeah. going to have to jump back into it tonight and probably tomorrow mm. a little bit and, and grind I think, out some bright dust. Yeah, that's the thing. Like the best I'm things, halfway there. The best thing is, like, hitting those seasonal challenges that give you bright dust because that's I popped one of them while we were in that stream, and I was only, like... 60 bright dust away and it was like here's a couple hundred i was like great i'm gonna go buy this thing right now yeah 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 it was also really funny that all three of us are running the fucking skitter scare spider sparrow nonsense and just honk kind of moon. Like drifting yeah honk moon skitter scare geese riding spiders a nightmare yeah actually though <laughs> dystopian nightmare yeah um but yeah, it's been a good, as far as like Festival of the Lost goes, I think it's been a pretty good like chill time, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's like I, I keep saying every week, I'm like, this is, I love it. Yeah. It feels refreshed. And it's just a nice, you know, relaxing vibe, especially considering like some of, some of the themes of this year's story are kind of mm, heavy. They are. And then you get into the Festival of the Lost stuff and it's like, yeah, crow's spare, uh, uh, crow's ghost just sings him to sleep. It's like here's a nice yeah. little detail that you get to hold on to. And these weird books about guardians looking at porn or whatever it is. Shout out to the Lunar Four Law Book. What a weird thing. Um, but yeah, it's been good. And then we're about to kind of enter the. It's not like a. It's almost like a a, a quiet period or. You know, I'm trying to avoid language that people that call Destiny a dead game might use. But the next big thing is the 30th anniversary event, uh, 7th of December. That that reset, that all kicks off. So we've basically got like a month of just weekly stuff. So it's a good chance, I guess, to do all the seasonal challenges, get those kind of ticked off. I'm only a couple of those away from like completing the season challenge where you have to get 75 of them. Um, so yeah, it's kind of a you know, chance to just, I don't know, maybe play something else. And it's perfect timing because there's a lot of games coming out at the moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, um, I don't know. I'm actually, a lot of the stuff that's happening at the moment isn't on PC, so I'm considering mm. getting a capture card and maybe... Doing the um, run the switch into it, yeah. Mm. See what I can play on stream. Other than that, probably Stardew, Age of Empires, the new one. Yeah. Now that that's yeah. out, well, never Makes been some people angry by not to, playing it properly. Never been happier to have a fucking Game Pass on PC. It's like here, have Age of Empires four. Okay, <laughs> but anyway, getting off topic. Um, <clears throat> there is also yeah. like the other part for me is like. As someone who has one of each three class, uh, this week I got my Hunter up to 1330, so gear cap. Uh, my Warlock I'm now getting back up because um, I kind of let them lapse a bit uh, a couple of seasons ago. I think it was before they decreased it from like f having to gain f plus 50 power every season to 10. So there was a bit of work I had to do to kind of bring them both back up. Um, but the Hunter's done. Warlock, I was playing that a bunch tonight, um, just grinding out those real easy pinnacles of like, do three strikes, do three crucibles, 
do three gambits and then see where that gets me. And, you know, Exo Challenge is pretty straightforward and getting close, but it's also mm-hmm. the thing of, like, all my weapons are already 1330. I have to grind out the five armor pieces um, and then it's just RNG. Yeah. It's just hopefully I don't end up in the spot where Alex got to where he was, like, only looking for chest for, like, four weeks and doing every pinnacle. <laughs> it was just brutal to watch. I was going to say, I wasn't getting chest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. I, th- I think, like, that's the kind of stuff that I love having a bit of a quiet period in the game for because I just ignore it otherwise. I'm like... I want to do the high level stuff. I'm going to play my, I'm going to play my Titan. Um, yeah. And I'm starting to get more comfortable with my Hunter for that sort of stuff. Like I still haven't done Vault of Glass with my Warlock. Um, I've done it with the other two. I do want to get those armor sets though. So I might have to, but I'm never, I, well, not, I'll never say never. I'm very reluctant to take anything but my Titan into Trials. Because the problem I have yeah, is that's like understandable. I don't have that like really curated armor set for the other two classes in the same way that I do for my Titan. Yeah. So I need to farm a bit of gear, bring everything back up. So we'll see. Yeah. I just have my Warlock. Mm. I'm not rolling anything else now out of principle. <laughs> yeah, but it is, it is also like it takes a bit of time. To like mm. get more than one character up to a point where you feel comfortable taking them into stuff, you know, like unless you're just doing yeah. like Vanguard strikes where power level doesn't really matter. Um, you get to a point where it's like I don't have enough exotics to do what I want to do in terms of armor for the class, which is almost where I am with my hunter and my warlock. Where like I've unlocked basically everything, but the pieces that I've dropped weren't good rolls and a lot of them I didn't keep as a result but I never went and rolled better ones so I was like oh you should use this if you're using like arc stuff it's like cool I don't have that (laughs) what am I gonna do but limited time you know like working a full ass job I don't have time to just sit around like grind out armor but I might yeah and that I don't know in the next couple of weeks, I might. Yeah. that That's another hesitation I have, too, about rolling another character. Is just, like, I sometimes don't have the time to commit to just my Warlock. Yeah. Yeah, like, you it's still like, don't have I've... necrotic grip. <laughs> but and... I have two Mythoclasts. Okay. I wasn't going to be the one to bring this up. Because it makes me real angry. Um, I think you and I have probably the same number of... Vault of Glass clears, right? Sort of around I think we've eight, pretty nine, much something like that. We've pretty much run every Vault of Glass together. I think there was one yeah. where I didn't join because we rotated in some people who haven't had a chance to do it yet. Yeah, but I th- I, I'm pretty sure my clears, I'm at like either eight or nine, which look, not many, but you're at about the same number and you've had Vex Method Glass drop twice now. Two raids in a row. Back to back. That is fucked. <laughs> yeah, but like, I get your anger, but at the same time, how fucked is my RNG in every other aspect of the I game? Mean, yes, true. 12 years in Azkaban. I got mine. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. I still don't have eyes. I still don't have necrotics. And I've got two exotics, a chest and a helmet. That is a random drop. Yeah, I mean the difference. The difference with the difference with those exotics that you can get out of Lost Sectors is like you. The point is to go. You have to go do those by yourself. You don't need six people to farm it. That's what makes it annoying. (laughs) It's like you have to get a whole raid together to even have a chance. Yeah, well, the other day I ran a Lost Sector eight times trying to drop necrotics and they didn't drop. Yeah, it'd be like that. That was that was like me trying to get uh I think Curious of the Falling Star for the, the Thunder Crash. It just it it was so draining. And it was like when I was right at about the power level that it's set at, it was it was rough. It took me three weeks to get 
mantle of battle harmony. Mm. Remember? Yeah. And then it finally dropped, and you just heard me yell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was like you were almost pretty subdued when you got that second vex drop. You're like, no, surely not. I don't want to I tell the every- team. I think everyone knew it dropped because I started laughing. Yeah. Because from my point of view, I was down the stairs. Yep. And as I came up the stairs, there was a normal, like a purple, Mm. and then the exotic one was behind the purple. So as I came up over the stairs, I was like, oh, okay. And then as I went to pick up the purple, I saw the yellow, and then I just started laughing. And then that's when another clan member was like, you fucking got it again, didn't you? And then that's when I started laughing. (laughs) Unbelievable. That's when I started cackling. Actual scumbag. (laughs) You know me, I can't keep anything a secret. No. I giggle every time I find something. Like, yeah. It would have been really funny if you just walked up to someone, pulled it out, and then just dismantled it in front of them. <laughs> Which I've seen someone do with Eyes of Tomorrow. Oh, yes. The great Eyes of Tomorrow debacle mm. of 2020. I don't use rocket launchers. Fuck this. Ah, <laughs> oh, dear. Yes, I've lost the notes for the show um yeah so because it's like all festival the last time and we're in the last week and there's a lot going on um not a whole lot in terms of you know weekly update stuff to talk about there were some interesting notes uh such Uh. as uh dmg on twitter essentially canonizing the fact that Lord Saladin is a fucking Grinch. Um, responding to someone saying, rule of thumb, if there's an event in the tower with tons of decorations and such, Saladin is on vacation. Which is one way of saying, if there's an event going on, there's no Iron Banner. But the way that he described it makes it sound like Lord Saladin hates fun. And if you've ever heard Saladin. that guy talk, I believe it. Saladin's not down to party, man. No. No, he's off. I don't know. Like... Reading a leather-bound book, drinking a cup of tea, sharpening his sword. He's just cranking it. (laughs) He's cranking it, but he's not happy about it. It's like, well, if I must. What else am I going to do? Yeah. I'm a bony boy. Got to jerk it. Uh, hmm. I don't like where this is going. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna hide. Just, <laughs> it doesn't, it doesn't stay up. I heard that. Um, what else was going on this week? Because <laughs> um, we're, we're recording on a Friday night, we got to see this week's twab. Yeah. Uh, speaking of haunted, fucking Telesto rose from the dead at some point this week. <laughs> just legitimately. As someone who has never, itself. as someone who's never used Telesto in game, delete it. Get <laughs> rid of it. The amount of times it breaks the game in a way that like requires hot fixing and emergency notifications on Twitter. Just get rid of the fucking thing. It's just no, I just <laughs> it's almost a meme at this point that it's so broken. But mm. just the fact that at one point this week, during Festival of the Lost. It reactivated itself. Yeah, like it was it like, was, bitch, it was dis- you thought no, it was, I was dead. It was disabled in PvP and Gambit, and then it, apparently you could still use it. <laughs> it was like, bitch, you thought. <laughs> just like graveyard, tombstone, hand, just like, hello. Which is Telesto, very, honestly, very Festival of the Lost. Telesto is ready to fight God or become him. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I. Uh, I, I discovered, I don't know if this is how new this is, but there is a website, telesto.report, which is basically just a list of every time Telesto broke the game and a link to someone posting about it somewhere or a video of what happens. Uh, this latest one, have you seen the video? No, but so do what go it, on. What it is, is for some reason, and granted, in the patch this week, Telesto just got a flat-out nerf. It was like, okay, Telesto does less damage, the projectiles don't stick to certain things now, and the projectiles last for half as long before they disappear, right? Mm -hmm. So what it does now, apparently, is that it basically 
nullifies projectile-based supers. So the example that I saw was on the Cauldron PvP map, so the one on the moon, with the last Trials map. Uh, you know the doors that open? Somebody from one side had shot a bunch of Telesto bolts against the door. Somebody popping their throwing hammer super opened the door. The hammers hitting those bolts just disappeared. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so in nerfing it, they made it stronger. <laughs> they did something. Um, so fucking zero days since the last. It was like literally four hours after the release of that patch. Fucking broken again. What if our theories are wrong? What if it's not a character who's going to die? What if the big the big moment at Telesto. the end of the season they, is Telesto they, gets they, destroyed? Zavala takes out, spoiler alert, the sidearm and kills the gun Telesto with it. <laughs> Execution style. Yeah. Yeah, he gets he like calls up Keitel, right? It's like, hey, I need I need your strength. I need those big arms. I need you to hold this gun down. I'm gonna just just fucking I'm gonna curb stomp it actually. No gun, curb stomp. But I'm gonna put so, it I'm gonna put a water dawn up first so that I've got that extra damage and then just take it out. <laughs> Zavathun's first point of business when she's released is she just snaps Telesto over her knee. No no no, she's gonna make Telesto more powerful. Uh oh. Because we are already struggling to deal with it. <laughs> now it tells lies. Mm. To lie, Stone. I hate that. Oh no. Uh, hmm. But yeah, so shout out to whoever built Telesto.report because I think that's really funny because you've got like raid report, trials report, and I think nightfall.report is a thing. Maybe I think grandmaster.report. So there's clearly a convention here. And then someone's just like, oh, fuck it. Telesto.report? I don't know. I just love people are getting so angry about it. And I'm just like, at this point, it's funny. Like, it's funny. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's also how many times do we have to do this before they do actually just remove it? I, I can't think of another time where they've just removed a weapon from the game other than like the weird stuff that happened with Air Apparent. But that was more just, it was a, they dropped it for an event and then they just didn't drop it for anything for ages. Mm. But that's not so much pulling something out of the game. Yeah, because didn't they, they didn't drop it, and then they nerfed the shit out of it too, didn't they? Something no, it, like I think it was just a Guardian Games thing, but they hadn't done it for a while, and then they didn't drop it again until, like, the most recent Guardian Games. Um, mm. And then everybody went to get it. <laughs> it's fucking stupid. Such a silly gun. Oh. But, yeah, shout-out to Telesto just ruining, ruining games. I love it. I feel like I feel like I do actually just need to pull it out and go use it and see what all the fuss is about because like I've only recently kind of come around to fusion rifles at all. Yeah. Mostly because of particle deconstruction. Uh, but and also like they've had a bunch of buffs and stuff to try to get people to use them more. Um, but yeah, I just I've never used it, and that the the catalyst used to be impossible to get. Hmm. Because I think it was Prestige Spire of Stars or Prestige Eater of Worlds. It was one of those two. Mm. Might have been Eater. Because Spire, I think, was the Sleeper Simulant cast Catalyst. Mm. But such a hard drop to even get. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Telesto. Not the best, though. Huh. Um... Some interesting stuff about uh, trials in the TWAB earlier. Um, I was I was actually like I really enjoyed the way that they just straight up put graphs and shit in there to be like, here's sort of the the track of player counts. Like yes, there's been a dip, but and this was something I saw from uh, what is it trials report on Twitter. They had mapped the trend of player counts in trials week to week with like every iteration of trials back to D one and used like this current uh, iteration of trials as like the benchmark. So there's one where it spiked up to 105%, but that's because it's like more than we've had in this round. That's all that means. Um, but basically, even though there's been a dip, it follows the same pattern as every other iteration of trials, but the player base or the player count in the last week is higher than it's ever been at this point. Right, so we're like you know five weeks into a into a trial cycle, 
it's yeah. doing as good as it's ever done. As much as people want to go like, oh, play accounts have dropped. It's like, yeah, but that was always going to happen. You know, because people realize, oh, this isn't for me. The matchmaking still doesn't kind of help me. I'm getting stomped, which, you know, they're trying to mitigate some of those things. But interesting to see them actually go like, look, here's the numbers. Like, you want to bitch and moan about like, oh, I don't feel like I'm having that much fun with it. It's like, okay, but that's how it's always been. Yeah. You know? And that, that too, it's like if you stopped and you looked at the f- number fluctuations and drops just for Crucible. Mm. You'd probably see a similar trend. Yeah. There's just game modes that people aren't going to engage in. Yeah. But I think ultimately the changes they've done, as we've said in previous weeks, are good. You know, like it is more accessible. It's not accessible for everybody because it still requires a certain amount of skill to do well in because it is the end game for PvP, right? Yeah. Or, you know, one of the end game modes. Um, so there's always going to be like a flaw of like, okay, you need to be at least this good if you want to get some of the rewards without feeling like it's a massive grind. Um, and the freelance stuff has been interesting to see uh, sort of how much people have actually adopted that. Um, I think they've, they've kind of said they're using it to inform their general matchmaking logic where they, I, th- I think... What the, what the impression I got from the TWAB this morning was they don't necessarily want to always have a freelance mode available, but they want to use that data to inform the matchmaking logic for just the regular trial playlist so that if you've got a three stack, they'll prioritize matching that against another three stack. If you've got a team of solos, same thing. The tricky part is going to be where you've got twos going in because, like, okay, twos plus a blueberry do you match them against twos? Do you match them against threes? Do you match them against a team and match them against a team of solos? Yeah. That's harder to figure out. Um, and they're, they're trying to also bring in more information about like your performance for that week and use that to inform matchmaking priority. Mm. Um, the issue that we spoke about a couple of weeks ago, actually where people were getting to six wins flawless and then resetting turns out it's like less than 1% of people actually doing that. So as much as yeah. like people went on Twitter and made a big noise about it, it's like actually no one's doing that. Why? It doesn't make any sense for one. Um, but they, like but said. even then, that they are going to like feed all that information in to the matchmaking. So it's like okay, you've you've had this many matches flawless, or you've done this many cards flawless this week. We're going to match you against people that have had a similar number of wins, regardless of how they got them. Yeah, and it's like we said that week too. I was like, how many of them are legit like Smurfs mm. and yeah. how many of them are just they had a good run and then they got stomped and they want someone to blame for it? Yeah, and so that that's kind of what they're looking at is like if somebody has scraped through to a seven flawless lighthouse trip, they're probably going to come, they're going to come up against people that have got seven wins for the weekend. And that might be someone who's done the same thing or it might be someone who's gone like, They've just kind of floundered on one card. They've got like some scrappy wins here and there. But if it's someone that's done like, say, three flawless cards, that's 21 wins, you're not going to come up against someone in that situation if you've only got like a few wins or you've got like seven wins on your card. They're also getting rid of the flawless pool, which I think is actually pretty good because mm-hmm. they, they also just acknowledge like if you're outside of America, it sucks. Because for us, uh, so the flawless pool used to kick in at Sunday morning, which for us is essentially Monday. late Sunday night to Monday morning, right? Yeah. And so there's fuck all left of the week. Not many people playing trials at that point. So it kind of like is this natural filtering process that maybe didn't need to exist. I understand why they did it because it was yeah it was it was a theory they had to test right of okay if we separate the sweat lords how nice is the sand pit for everybody else? How much piss is actually in there? Let's find out. Let's go test the sand. Um, but what, what they've kind of found and the data backs it up is like, okay, it just is kind of just forcing people out because it's not actually solving the problem they thought it was going to solve. Um, so it's, you know, it's good to see them try stuff. Yeah. And it's good to see them put the data out there and be like, look, 
Here's what we thought would happen. Here's what actually happened. Here's what we're trying now, which is really interesting to see them just fucking show their whole ass about that stuff. Yeah, I like the transparency where they're just like, mm. hey, we're we're doing some shit. Yeah. And it's for a reason. There's an end goal here. Yes. Yeah. Um, so we'll, we'll see. I, I, I don't think... So, yeah, next week is Iron Banner. So this week is Trials, but it's just, I think, back to a single playlist. Yeah. Um, I don't know how much of that stuff is already in, in terms of, like... I'm pretty sure the Flawless Pool is already out. Um, but I don't know how much of like the matchmaking improvements they've done yet. We'll see. Like I'll, we'll I'll, I'll fuck around with it this weekend. Um, see how it feels. Depends on the map. Um, oh, yeah. I, I wasn't a huge fan of Cauldron, but also playing it. I, I only played freelance. So yeah. a lot of it was like, oh, the people on my team are just running away and acting like heroes and that's not working. But I don't really want to join voice chat and be like hey can we group up hey um, guys come back yeah and i'm reluctant I, I don't think i've ever joined text chat even as much I as do. Like, i know it would help um i just i have trauma or baggage i guess of like being in open call of duty lobbies and being like no this i hate this <laughs> no thank you i join it but just to say thank you at the end of every game mm. Yeah, but it's it's Especially funny like you lead to a match and you see oh the two people on your fire team or your or your team sorry they both join the team voice channel I'm like no don't care don't care if you're both in there no thank you I don't want to hear it or your microphone's cut out you bump the cable give it a whirl I'm just gonna leave this in here this is this is the life. It's a USB microphone. No. There it is. Yeah. Let me just move it forward. Mm. And then tighten the cable strap. Or I'm just going to get some black painters tape and tape it in place. Yeah. Apologies. That's fine. That's the... Uh... I thought having a, a boom a mom a moom would make my life a moom bomb. A moom My mic is on the boom. <laughs> um, I thought it would make life easier for the podcast, but also streaming. But uh, as we learnt today, apparently the uh, USB port in the bottom of my fucking microphone is uh, tedious. Like just yeah, it's fiddly. it's probably had like enough tension applied to it one way or the other that it's like just damaged and. Yeah. That's not something that you can fix at home. <laughs> and I take I take care of my stuff. You know mm. I do. So yeah. it's, it's extra annoying and I can't figure out why it's doing it. But I have emailed them and we'll see. Yeah. Anyway. First world problems. Uh, it's I working now, so don't USB touch it. <laughs> First world problems. I could I can afford a USB mic. I shouldn't be complaining. Yeah. It's still pain in the ass. Yeah. Um anyway. Trying to think what else we had for this week. Um, there's not. There's honestly not that much more. Yeah. Uh, it's a very quiet week. Yeah. Um, but also because we we both saved some stuff for the stream as well too. I didn't go yes. in and do all the law pages or yeah. bounties or anything because I wanted. At least if we ever hit a point where we were like, well, what do we do now? I could always be like, hey, I've got all these bounties. I need to pop. Let's fuck <laughs> yeah. around. Yeah, let's see how many season ranks you go up. <laughs> I uh, played my first uh, game of what Alex affect affectionately calls Strike Golf. I've Strike never done golf it before. Is great. You won. I won. Uh, so for people at home, if you want to try this for yourself, uh, get a couple of friends. Uh, I mean, you could play this with blueberries, but it's way more fun if you're actually just hanging out with friends. With a group of shit. friends, yeah. Yeah. Um, so what you do is you run Strike Playlist. And you try to get as few kills as possible. Uh, so basically just can you speed run a strike without dying is essentially the question. Um, I think I ended up with like 30 kills. Alex ended up with like 130 because he got to a point where he's like, 
someone needs to get these kills and also I'm trying to get the seasonal challenge done for solar ability kills so he just started going ham in the end um, you managed to get five which is fucking mental <laughs> I think I'm more impressed about how quickly I realised I could grief in this mode too yes yes please tell I'm not, at home how you did I'm that not, I'm not a smart woman <laughs> But I'm very good at griefing, mm. and I will figure the fuck out how to grief a human being within 30 seconds of being given something new to play with. Yeah. Um, so I equipped Arc Souls, and I was basically <laughs> drive by Arc Souling Chili Bin. I'd slide in, drop an Arc Soul, and then yep. go stare at a wall. Yeah. Because the arcs, I, th I think it took you a little bit to realize the Arc Soul will only shoot things in your line of sight. Yeah, I realized that about halfway through the strike. It was like, oh. The arc soul's only shooting forward, so if I face the other way to where the enemies are, no kills. But by that point, I probably already racked up about a dozen. I figured <laughs> it out very early in my uh, life cycle of playing Destiny because okay. we had someone in our clan who relied heavily on arc soul, uh -huh. and they didn't realize that it only shot things in line of sight, so right. they couldn't figure out, oh, I've got arc soul, but Why I keep dying. dying, what's going yeah. on? And someone else in our clan was like, yeah, because it only shoots thing in, things in your line of sight. It doesn't yeah, same, shoot things behind same thing you. Same thing as um, no time to explain when it opens a little portal. It's like, it's not a fucking turret shooting everything. Yeah. It's just here. That's your cone of vision. That's what it's shooting. So what I would do is I would drive by Ark Soul you, and then yes. I would just go stare at a wall. No, the worst one was like, if I was standing, because I was playing my Warlock, if I was standing in my own healing rift, you would come up and drop your one on me thereby giving me arc souls and i'm just like trying to survive while alex gets all his kills and we move past that area uh and that's how i got 35 kills or whatever it was, or, was uh, arc souls my other favorite method was dropping a rift in a doorway and then dying just outside the doorway and then you'd be like bitch you are not staying dead and you'd have to walk through my rift yeah. to heal me and yeah. then you'd be like fuck <laughs> yeah and there was a point there where you could have self-rezzed and you didn't push that button. I was eating Doritos. I was I having a good time. Yeah. I was, and I was drinking like, V eating Doritos. When I realized what you're doing, I was like, but you are not sitting you there have dead. You would have over um, at my stream as I was leant back in my chair just, just eating Doritos. <laughs> drinking Monster <laughs> eating Doritos. True gamer hours. Um, but yeah, I was like, I'm going to run halfway back through the strike just to res you so that you have to be involved. <laughs> but no, somehow you and got through I, a whole strike with five kills. And then I resed myself and dropped a rift. Oh, imagine if he had been running the stag. I don't know. Yeah? I'll have to test that. Yeah, stag, rift on death, plus arc soul. Right? Or do you need? I forget I where arc souls come from. I think it needs to be. It's dropped in the when you drop a rift. That's when it procs. So yeah. I don't know. If that carries I don't know over. warlocks well enough. Are arc souls something that comes from an exotic or just an ability? Uh, bottom tree okay. arc. Yeah. But you also have you also have a an exotic. I think that if you charge the grenade, it turns into an arc soul. Yes, I think yeah, I yeah. could be wrong. I feel like the stag might I just let you drop like... arc souls when you die. Because that's what people no, that's what people were doing in trials is they would be running arc souls plus the stag, and that's why you saw that fucking helmet everywhere. I will have to go and yeah, but also um, stag ups your damage resistance too. Yeah, and also the rifts are just helpful. But they're yeah, really I'm pretty helpful. sure for, for like a res, they're really yeah, helpful. I'm pretty um, sure that's what they do. We will have to go test this theory yes. and confirm it a hundred percent because I have someone specific in mind that we could do strike golf with. And I will piss mm -hmm. them. I, I will mm -hmm. make them mad. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I will yep. grief them. Yes. We need to set up a strike golf tournament. I don't know how you do that because it's a three-person activity, but we'll work this we'll, out. Uh, <laughs> we'll go test our stag theory and then uh, invite someone to play strike golf. <laughs> Set in, them up for failure. Come into our lair. <laughs> play games. Just I think jigsaw. at one point 
We'll have to go. We'll have to go clip it. But at one point, I was just crouch running behind you, trying to get a rift on you. And I, I think you no said, idea. "Stay the fuck away from me, you gremlin!" And I I'm just d- running in circles. I just behind saw you, you running, and you were near me, and you were just chasing me around. I didn't know that you were just like fucking in my I shadow, like, like <laughs> I was like <laughs> rift. Because I was waiting for you to stop moving, <laughs> so I could be like, "Ha!" Ah. Yes. Because you were to stop yourself from dying, you kept yeah. moving. Also, I think the thing that might have fucked me was I was running Thorn plus Necrotic Grip. So, like, as soon as you kill anything, it just spreads. Yeah. Like, you proc the snot. Yes. The deadly, deadly snot. Yeah, so play Strike Golf. Uh, It's a hot new sport. uh, Hot new eSport coming to Destiny 2. Um, We should see if we can get that to take off as, like, a thing on Twitch. Come and join us for Strike Golf. But we need to get proper people to do, like, a golf level commentary we're like uh yes so you can see here that uh she's chosen to go for the arc soul rift uh traditionally a very good strategy for strike golf just that real like monotone low volume that's what we hit need up, hit up uh i got a couple of uh english youtuber friends who okay. have very like proper monotoned voices okay. that i might be able to bully I mean, into it i've got this good mic if i just get right up in this shit i'd be like uh yes so you can see here that she's uh no i'm not gonna do that but also because it's, I can it's, a sh- that. it's a shotgun mic so you can do the awkward like 80s thin mic oh like, yeah if I, if I if i take the like held like take the, the windsock off it just like milk. it's just like a pencil like uh yeah. yes good evening That'd be good fun. Look, now that in Melbourne here, we, we don't have to necessarily stay at home. We can go to other people's houses. We can make this happen. We can. Yes. That's very exciting. Um, what else is going on? What else is going on? It's very quiet. I think we've just got maybe a handful of weeks of lore again, and then we're into the 30th anniversary. Yeah. I don't know if we have any more lore coming up, though, right? I feel like they'll... They'll drip feed it to us. I don't know if they will. I feel like it'll, we're kind it'll, of tumbling, it'll just be like, we're hey. We're kind of heading towards the exorcism now. So I feel like we're going to be doing busy work between now and I, the exorcism. I think that's going to be January. Because mm-hmm. right now It might got, be the final event. It might yeah, be the reset Because we've event. got like, what, four or five weeks, 30th anniversary, st- probably straight into the dawning, maybe a week or two between. I haven't looked at the calendar or any projections to work this out, but, and then Dawning gets us basically to other side of New Year's, I think. Mm. And then that gives us like a month and a half. And then that's Witch Queen. So I feel like I think, January is where we're going to see any story development. I feel like what we're going to get is more so they're going to kind of like drip feed us lore. Yeah. Maybe not something that'll advance the story in mm. leaps and bounds, but enough that'll give us context towards what we're building towards. Yeah, I'm just I'm not even sure where it's going to come from because like we've we've done the legendary astral alignment, we've done the legendary shattered realm. Mm. Um I I don't know what else they've got in the pipe where they could drop lore in a way that isn't like they're sneaking it in. Yeah, true. You know, because like at this point, it's pretty reasonable that you've kind of done everything. Like, I've got the Realm Walker seal, which is the seasonal seal. I've done that because I've done the Legendary Sated Realms. We did the Legendary Astral Alignment before we did that raid this week. Um, there isn't that thing of like, oh, this is, this is other activity, this other thing where they can just add some more lore stuff. I don't know where... Yeah, it would it would feel almost... Not deceptive, but like, yeah, that like they were just kind of sneaking it in of like, oh, but there's this law we didn't tell you about. Yeah. Mm. We'll see. Yeah. They'll have something to keep us busy. <laughs> Suddenly, the big exo head awakens. Oh no. Clovis Bork. <laughs> Who wants their goosey eight? Ah. <laughs> <sighs> oh. I was going to say this time it's just my dog's head, but I'm glad I didn't say that before you said that. <laughs> yeah, the power of dog-like judgment. Clovis Bork. <laughs> Clovis Bork. It's very good. 
The fountain uh, of youth is just his uh, little water fountain. Yes. Because he only drinks moving water. Yes. <laughs> Wait, what? Really? Yeah. He has oh, a, a water fountain. Uh, welcome to Erico Blueberry, the dog podcast. Oh, yeah. Um, you want to talk about weird dogs? I've got, I got some stories for you. <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't really, like, unless I change his water pretty much two or three times a day, he doesn't really like drinking it. Two or three times a day? He likes... He likes in his head. I assume he thinks it's fresh water. Mm. So you I get him have that, like, like bottled mineral water, just nah, in a, a porcelain bowl. Just like here you go, sir. I just have one of those like pet water fountains that just cycles so, the water yeah. through, and I'm like, haha, same water, dickhead. <laughs> and he's like, it's delicious though, and I'm like, okay. Yeah, cool. Half of it is your spit, homie. <laughs> he's honestly the grossest. <laughs> <laughs> Little rat dog. The Rat King, thank you. <laughs> yes, sorry, I should, uh, Sir Rat King, I should use his formal title. Huh. Man, yeah, no, we've just got a dog, we've just got a dog that's very anxious, and especially when there's a thunderstorm, so the last 24 hours have been very interesting. Yeah, my, uh, my dog is on the same anti-anxiety medication as me, and that's really funny to me. Homie, our dog is on a melatonin dose that is for an adult person. Hell yeah! Erico <laughs> Blueberry, a dog podcast. Like, because I, I, like we give him the give him the pills like twice a day. Melatonin just at night to help him sleep. That's what people use it for on planes a lot of the time, for example. And for I was me, looking at the side of the general. bottle. I was looking at the side of the bottle for the first time because um, my, you know, it's my partner's dog. We moved in together. I was looking at the side of the bottle, and it's just like all the stuff about dosage and stuff. It's talking about like if you're an adult, take this much. And I was like, wait, what the fuck? It doesn't mention dog anywhere on this bitch. What is happening? Yeah, my dog. <laughs> talking about that, my dog is on fish oils and Zyrtec because he's allergic to grass. Okay, what's the we... dosage on the antihistamine though? Because I'm on that 180 milligram shit. I haven't looked. The okay. vet gives it to us in a little tub and she's okay. like she's c cut the pills up into their doses oh yeah because she's just like he is he's so for context he's a small dog he's mm. nine kilos he's a, he's taller than you think like he looks tiny <laughs> in the stuff i send you but he's got like long legs okay he's a rat dog crossed with something so a right I don't know what they call them in the US, but in Australia, we call them uh, mini fox terriers or Jack Russells. He's something like that crossed mm. with potentially a Scottish terrier. We don't know. He's a rescue. We have okay. no clue. Yeah. Um, but a lot of people overdose their dogs when they're given antihistamines to give their dogs. So my vet cuts all the pills yeah. into like quarters to give and your dog twice a day. I wish we could get that. Instead, they just give us the pills and they're like, oh, you yeah, know, cut this one into quarters and then give them, th give them three quarters of a pills. What the fuck? So like every time we get a new batch, we have to open up a mini drug lab, get out the chopping board, get out the like the little clipper for the pills and just like snip them all down, put them back in the container. And it's just like this whole thing. And by the end of it, it's like, OK, now there's pink dust all over the counter because the pills are pink. Yeah, it's he hates being groomed, so we've got a, a like a legit sedatory for when he's groomed. Yeah, and there's no like give him half. It's like give him the whole pill. We want him fucking dead when he groom groom him because he bites us. Wow, <laughs> nerf that man. <laughs> nerf your dog. <laughs> yeah, cut his so teeth he goes, out. He goes to the vet looking like Hannibal Lecter because he's got a little bite guard on him and drugged as shit. Hilarious. Wow. Welcome to Erico Dogberry. Um, I don't know what else to call it. Era Dog Blueberry Dog. Borkberry. Borkberry. Erico Borkberry. That's much better. There probably is an Erico Dog, if I'm honest. I think so. There's Erico Beagle and stuff like that. Yeah. We've... Yes. Specific types of dog. Yeah. But not just dog. Erico Sergey. Uh oh. Oh no. Oh <laughs> no. <laughs> it just smells weird. His head just appears slowly in the game. It's like, ah. Uh, I know it's over. The NPCs start to ignore personal space. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, here I code Sergey. 
you just you just walk into like where all the the elixir are in the tower and there's just like fluff everywhere because they've like ripped up a couch yeah <laughs> we lost another toy to the the rat king today yeah, pull so one he, out. Just, he just triggered some like ptsd <laughs> i came downstairs this morning and i was like Homie, so you I done, buy homie, you done killed a man. What are you doing? I buy him plushes from the thrift shop. I don't buy him expensive, like, oh, God, stuffed no. dog toys anymore. I go to the thrift shop and spend, like, 50 cents on, like, a teddy bear that doesn't have, like, button eyes or anything. Right. And just... Yeah, he doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> oh, man. Dogs are the best. Yes. Dogs are rad. That's why I've been talking <laughs> about them for, like, the last 10 minutes. <laughs> because Destiny is real quiet at the moment. Bring we'll it full a, circle, you know? We'll have an error code puppy special. Yeah, I mean, like, I, you know, working from home full time, my dog has made an appearance in a couple of Zoom meetings, uh, so I feel like I can get him on the pod. <laughs> so sorry to any, like, audio-only listeners. You might have to check the video when that, when that comes around. Just like, yeah, you know, check the timestamp, go look it up on the video. Here's a dog. That'd be the move. Reward our, our viewers with serotonin from the boys. That's it. Yeah. And then I'll get to a point where maybe I'll get another camera set up that just points at the dog. Uh, the problem there is like he doesn't usually stay in the room with me while I'm recording. He tends to move around. Uh, so it wouldn't always work, but there's a chance. Dog I have cam. to lock. I have to lock Sergey out because he screams. <laughs> he does like, imagine a husky, but then make that noise come out of a small dog. Oh my God. He makes husky noises. It's amazing. That's, I mean, it's great. Anyway. Dogs, uh, we dog, don't deserve them. Dogs are great. <laughs> we don't deserve them. Um, yeah, that look. That's probably gonna do it. I think, right? Like, yeah, it's not a whole lot else happening. Um, I mean, streams—they're up on our channels now. That's pods, it. If you want to check them out, hint, yeah. hint. Yeah, I don't know if I'm gonna go through the effort of like uploading those things to the YouTube channel just because like it's a pain in the ass. Um, but Flip we'll some stuff, throw them up. Yeah, we'll we'll try and figure out some uh, some more stream plans probably. Um, I know I've been I've been thinking about getting back into it for ages, but it's just been like a, you know, getting over that first one is always the biggest hurdle. And like, I, was, I always I wanted was... to like reset all of my stream stuff and build it back up. And I'm pretty happy with what I've done just with, you know, the last few days. But it's like, I always knew there was like this amount of work I needed to do to be comfortable with like, happy, or like happy with how my stream looked. Um, and I feel like I got there. And it's a good starting yeah. point. I was very lucky and grateful that my first stream back a couple of weeks ago was a really good stream. Yeah. I had a lot of fun people in my chat, new people mm. that I, I didn't really have to come back to the whole awkwardness of talking to yourself until people start dropping in. Yeah. And, and that's why tonight was fun. Cause like we had three of us in there. We could just kind of hang out and like, if people drop in, great. That's why we're there. Um, but worst case, we've got people to talk to. Um, yeah. Also, you know, I'm happy to see, that, you know, the last time I streamed was before a lot of the uh, additional tags got added. So, for example, I now, I've decided that I'm going to stream under the invisible disability tag because I have one. Um, so I've added a little bit to my bio to be like, hey, we can talk about this. Don't be a shithead about it. Um, but, you know, I, I want to, it's something I try to do at work as well, is like try to be somewhat visible about it because I'm pretty comfortable with it. But it's only been the last couple of years where I'm like, yeah, fuck it. Let's just, let's talk about it. Like if I had a tattoo behind my ear because it doesn't work, <laughs> you know, like that was only a recent thing. Um, so it, yeah, it feels maybe not more comfortable, but like feels like there's, it, it feels easier to carve out a bit of that niche and be like, yeah, I'm going to be this kind of streamer. I'm going to be a bit more like chill, a bit more safe. Well, not safe. Cause we talk about weird shit. Um, but, you know, like, creating that space would be like, look, I'm happy to talk about the stuff, give it a platform, also not going to, like, tolerate any bullshit. So yeah, let's just hang out, you know? 
I'm I'm in the same boat because I also have chronic illnesses, but also in I guess in a way one of them you could refer to as an invisible disability. Mm-hmm. It does disable. <laughs> like I I am disabled to a degree, yeah. and I I use the chronic illness tag. I use uh, the mental health tag. Yeah. I am also a queer woman, so I've used the LGBTQI tag. Um. And then the bipolar awareness tag as well, mm. too. Yeah, that was the thing that blew my mind was like when I was setting my stream info up and it's like, okay, you know, select the game, add tags, put the title of the stream, whatever. I was just like scrolling through the tags and I was like, holy fuck, I don't know what half of these even are. And like, you know, or I know like a little bit, or I know enough to know what questions to ask, but I'm like, these weren't there. I don't remember these. These are new. No, a lot of the new tags, like a lot, the tagging system was mm. basically for a while, it was just for FPS action adventure, like what games you were playing. Yeah. And then they started to, I think during a lot of the awareness around issues that people of color mm. experience mm. on the platform and their voices not being heard, yeah, you started to see tags like one of the tags i use because i I might be white leaning but i'm a bipoc person Mm -hmm. biracial technically a person of color i use the bipoc bipoc tag yeah like and it it does give you it does give you visibility which is great Mm. because like there are people who have one or two viewers who show up on my recommendation and they're coming up because i either use a tag or i view a lot of people under that tag and that's amazing to me that's And then someone really might, brilliant. Someone might qu- also be fed your stream as a recommendation and they might, you know, see that as a motivator to like go and do more. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I, I'm able to see a lot more people with invisible illnesses and visible disabilities, but then also like queer creators because hmm. not all of us advertise yeah. that we're queer. Yes. So that is a little bit of like, and then also seeing that there is a, uh, an ally tag now as well which is great yeah because that's always the thing right like i've always I've, I've found that that challenge sometimes where it's like yes i want to help use my privilege more in those sort of ways but i'm not going to go stream under those tags because i don't feel that that's appropriate and it isn't if i if i had to get on my soapbox i'd tell anyone that it's not but having those sort of tags to like indicate to people that yes i'm an ally for this or that in a way that isn't like super virtue signaling like you can just put this little tag on your stream never talk about it and it but it shows you... someone that hey if you enjoy what i'm doing you know that i'm a like safe. a safe resource you know yeah or it's great yeah it's just real nice as much as you know twitch is part of amazon and they fucking suck and they're super capitalist and fucking yeah. the hell um it is That's sacrifice, isn't it? It's a small, it's a small good in amongst everything else. Um, mm. And that's like the thing I've been thinking about with, with this, right. Is we put out a, a thing on YouTube. We don't really have like a presence on Twitch. We could just start streaming to YouTube. It seems like that's gotten a lot better than it used to be. So it's something we'll probably think about. Um, we'll look into um, you and I have our own like personal Twitch stuff kind of already built up. So we'll probably keep doing that anyway. Um, but more to come. Yes. More to come. I, I enjoyed tonight. Yeah. And it I'm, is now I'm 1030 and we are yeah. wrapping up this episode. So that's maybe not something I'd want to replicate, but it's just, it's how this week's gone. You know, <laughs> I'm excited to grow content wise. Hell yeah. And I'm excited for ECB to grow content wise as well. Also, so hell yeah. yeah. So on that note, um, you know, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, see more of our stuff coming up. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, links in the description below to our socials, our Twitch channels. Um, we'll be back next week with another one of these. Yes. Weird to think this is already episode 12. Uh, I mean, this week is Halloween, so hence the get-ups. We'll be back to, well, I mean, more normal outfits, but I don't know what destiny's like next week we got iron banner coming up i guess and i mean essentially my outfits are halloween anyway yes so big goth hours i mean honestly another week for me um, to be honest i'm so glad that you sent me that message you're like yo we should dress up for the stream 
and I went and bought this because I actually fucking love this tracksuit, if I'm honest. <laughs> it's so comfortable. The, and it's uh, dope. <laughs> the, you know, the, the trashy thing about me? I bought this skeleton pajamas in September. Yes. The moment here in Australia, Target, the moment Target started putting out their Halloween clothes, I was like, I got to go to Target. I'll see yeah, you guys later. Yeah. Um, and I'm I'm a short lady, so I fit into extra large yes. boys' pajamas. So I'm like roughly average self, size for a male, so it's like, if I don't get in at the right time, I'm fucked. Yeah. Short lady, the the catch-22 is I'm also chunky. So mm. if it's an XL in a boy's pajamas or a teenager's pajamas, I can fit into it. Okay. Okay. Exhibit A. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, that's us for this week. Um, we'll see you next week. Thank you as ever for checking us out. Um, tell a friend about Erico Blueberry. Um, tell your dad. Tell your dad specifically. Your dad tell single? your dad. Uh, I will fight him in a Macca's car park. I don't Get know your why. Your dad single. He got money. <laughs> Has he got games hey, on dad. his phone? Hey dad. Hang on. Has he got games on his phone? I don't know if that's. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I couldn't couldn't see if that actually worked. Uh, we'll see you next week. Goodbye. <laughs>